The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here is the news. The Milan Cortina Olympic Winter Games will mark the beginning of a bright future for ski mountaineering, known for short as skimo. That's according to Olala Senuda, head of media and communications of the International Ski Mountaineering Federation, or ISMF. In June 2022, the International Olympic Committee officially added SCIMO to the 2026 Winter Olympics. ISMF is currently working on a qualifying process and waiting for approval from the IOC to begin the Olympic qualifying tournament during the 2023 to 2024 season. Thanks to the close relationship with the organising committee of Milan Cortina 2026 and Olympic Broadcasting, the ISMF is confident of showcasing the modern look of this time-honoured sport. Senuda said there will be three medal events of two disciplines in the coming Winter Olympics. The sprint includes all the sections in a full course of schemo, but the competition will be shorter and also faster. She added that the audience will easily feel the intensity, no matter whether they have tried this sport or not. What is even more beautiful is that female and male athletes will compete together in the mixed relay. This gender equality focused discipline helps close the gender gap in top level sports events. Unlike other global snow sports which are mainly based on sliding down slopes, Schemo starts with an ascent. Participants climb uphill with or without the help of skinned skis then pack the removable skins, switch the binding to descent mode, and ski downhill, either on or off-piste. Senuda said the IMSF has been working closely with the Chinese Mountaineering Association for years. The natural resources of mountain sports in China are massive. In 2019, a stage of the ISMF World Cup took place in China, and ISMF is currently discussing with member associations of China and Japan to see the possibility of holding more high-level ski mountaineering events in Asia. You're listening to Special English. Dubai Tourism expects Chinese tourists to flock to Dubai for sightseeing, just like before the pandemic. Dubai has added numerous new attractions, including Expo City Dubai, 
designed for the 2020 Dubai World Expo, the Middle East's largest library, the Museum of the Future, and Sky Views Dubai. A number of events will take place in Dubai in 2023, including the Dubai Food Festival, Dubai Summer Surprises, Dubai Fitness Challenges, and the Dubai Shopping Festival. Earlier, Dubai Tourism introduced its new changes and developments over the last three years to travel agencies and airline partners in China at the Dubai Long Time No See Trade Seminar in Shanghai. The event will also roll into Guangzhou, Chengdu, Chongqing, Shenzhen and Qingdao. Dubai had 14.36 million international overnight visitors last year, up 97% from 2021, and already touching 86% of pre-pandemic levels. Dubai's hotel industry had a world-leading 73% occupancy rate in 2022. Dubai Tourism said it will introduce new and diverse attractions this year to boost tourism. According to Dubai Tourism, China was Dubai's fifth largest source market prior to COVID-19 in 2019 with 989,000 visitors recorded in the year. Isam Kazim, CEO of Dubai Tourism, said all Chinese visitors can travel to Dubai visa-free if their passport is valid for more than six months and Dubai is ready to welcome Chinese tourists back. You're listening to Special English. A total of 4,100 kilometres of new railway lines were put into operation across China in 2022, including 2,082 kilometres of high-speed track. In 2023, China plans to launch new rail lines of more than 3,000 kilometres, including 2,500 kilometres for high-speed trains. According to data from the China State Railway Group Co. Limited, as of the end of last year, China's railways in service had stretched to a total length of 155,000 kilometres, within which the operating length of the high-speed network had reached 42,000 kilometres. Fixed asset investment in China's railways reached 710.9 billion yuan, or about 105 billion US dollars in 2022, promoting a batch of major projects in the field of rail infrastructure construction. 
The country has built the world's largest high-speed railway network to address people's growing demand for convenient and comfortable travel. This is Special English. China is tapping the world's researchers and scholars to help advance technologies that could prove critical to the development of 6G, the next frontier in wireless technology. While there is still no universally accepted definition of 6G, the technology is expected to have far lower latency, higher speeds, and more bandwidth than 5G. Specialists say 6G could support the integration of space, air, territorial, and maritime communication technologies, and is expected to be in commercial use around 2030, according to Vice Minister of the Ministry of Industry and Information Technology, the nation's top industry regulator. 6G will bring more advanced experience than 5G. And more originality and innovation are needed, as the base for in-depth research on the wireless technology. He said more efforts are also needed to research new theories, propose new algorithms, form 6G technical solutions, and continuously optimize technical performance through experimental verification. Laying the foundation for 6G industrialization. Yi Jiling, chief scientist of the China Mobile Research Institute, said the next three to five years will provide a window on crucial 6G technologies, and lay a solid foundation for the industry. In the past, Chinese companies had worked with international organizations. To establish standards for 3G, 4G, and 5G technologies, E said they should increase their partnerships and cooperation with their foreign counterparts to promote the formation of globally unified 6G standards. China Mobile, a major telecom company in China. Unveiled its overall architecture design for 6G in June, as it is stepping up its research and development of the next generation wireless technology. Wen Ku, Secretary General of the China Communications Standards Association, said the European Union, the United States, Japan, South Korea, and other countries and regions. Have all initiated research on 6G. China had more than 2.2 million 5G base stations nationwide by the end of September, accounting for more than 60% of the world's total. This is special English. Dunhuang. Situated along the ancient Silk Road, where fine arts and divine beliefs merged with the natural world, it's where the East and West interacted, and where the world's largest Buddhist art gallery still fascinates and amazes people today. 
place where stories of life and death, love and hatred, passion and desire, faith and sacrifice have been generated and told for 2,000 years. Buckle up for our new podcast, Why We Loved and Quam, the one and only podcast that can take you to the fantasy world of Dunhuang and beyond through our audio tour. Listen and subscribe for free on the major podcast platforms. Why we love Dunhuang? You will have your answers. Are you one of the many looking to improve your English language skills by watching films or TV shows but feel it's too fast or get lost in the words? Well, slow things down with Special English where you can polish your reading, listening, and pronunciation at your own pace. Get caught up with current news and international affairs while getting your daily English lesson with us. Find us on Apple Podcasts by searching for Special English. You're listening to Special English. The car industry is already in overdrive about electric power. But what about aviation? The skies are about to get greener, and it's happening, and happening fast. Swedish company Hart Aerospace has unveiled plans for a 30-seater electric commercial aircraft that could be in service by 2028. The company's CEO, Anders Forsland said that they need to decarbonize and they need to do it fast. He said they want to be fully carbon neutral by 2050. For aviation, that's a massive challenge. It's not going to happen overnight, but they believe it's hugely important. Gothenburg-based Hart was formed after neighbouring Norway announced plans to achieve fossil-free flight by 2040. Investors include Bill Gates' Breakthrough Energy Ventures. The ES-30 is being built to fly 200 kilometres on battery power alone. A backup hybrid turbo generator, powered by sustainable aviation fuel, could double that range to 400 kilometres. United Airlines and Misa Air Group have already ordered 200 aircraft, while Air Canada has placed an order for 30 aeroplanes and invested $5 million in the company. Forslund added that if people want to compare electric aircraft to conventional aircraft on range, they're not there yet. What electric commercial aircraft can offer is low noise, zero emissions, which means that not only is it good for the climate, but also for the local environment, for the pollution near airports. Many projects to develop greener aircraft are underway around the globe. UK-based Vertical Aerospace has had over 1,350 orders for its electric four-passenger vertical takeoff aircraft. Aerospace giant Airbus is exploring hydrogen-powered engines. Electric planes in Sweden, for now, 
have just two seats, with flights limited to about one hour. Sweden has committed to making all its domestic flights fossil-free by 2030, and all flights departing the country, both domestic and foreign, fossil-free by 2045. Frederick Kamp from the Swedish Aviation Industry Group said they have a market in Scandinavia and a geography that simply fits very well. In northern Norway, they have these short routes of up to 20 minutes between airports. That will be a perfect first market. This is special English. Scientists have discovered that group living mammal species generally live longer than solitary ones. Mammals show a 100-fold variation in maximum lifespan, ranging from less than two years in shrews to more than 200 years in bowhead whales. This lifespan gap has attracted many scientific studies aimed at unveiling the reasons for it. Mammals are the group of animals. With the most successful adaptive radiation, and the most complete physiological functioning, they are viparous, and female mammals lactate to feed their young. They exhibit more complex social behaviour than other animals, and have various forms of social organisation. Zhou Shuming. A researcher from the Institute of Zoology, under the Chinese Academy of Sciences, said, "Normally, the social organization of mammals can be divided into three basic categories: solitary, pair living, and group living." Unlike previous research, this research team, led by Zhou, performed. A phylogenetic comparative analysis of about 1,000 mammalian species, including African elephants, ring-tailed lemurs, horseshoe bats, and dugongs, based on three states of social organization and longevity. He noted that the expression levels. And evolutionary rates of these genes and pathways are significantly correlated with social organization and longevity, and may be involved in the association between social organization and longevity. For example, the solitary northern Anura shrews are similar in weight and other conditions. To the group living horseshoe bats, however, the longest lifespan of the shrews is only two years, while that of the bats can be as long as thirty years. The research results also demonstrated that the transition rate from a short-lived state to a long-lived state is higher in group living. Than non-group living species, also supporting 
the correlated evolution of social organization and longevity. Living in groups can also reduce the risk of mammals being preyed upon by other predators or suffering from hunger. And at the same time, it is also beneficial in helping injured, pregnant and old mammals overcome difficulties. Professor Zhou Shuming from the Institute of Zoology under the Chinese Academy of Sciences also pointed out that there is an association between the maximum lifespan of mammals and social organization, but it is not a complete co-evolution. The factors affecting the lifespan of mammals are very complex, and social organization is not the only factor. This is Special English. That is the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read two of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. A total of 4,100 kilometers of new railway lines were put into operation across China in 2022, including 2,082 kilometers of high-speed track. In 2023, China plans to launch new railway lines of more than 3,000 kilometers, including 2,500 kilometers for high-speed trains. According to data from the China State Railway Group Co. Limited, as of the end of last year, China's railways in service had stretched to a total length of 155,000 kilometers, within which the operating length of the high-speed network had reached 42,000 kilometers. Fixed asset investment in China's railways reached 710.9 billion yuan, or about 105 billion US dollars in 2022, promoting a batch of major projects in the field of rail infrastructure construction. The country has built the world's largest high-speed railway network to address people's growing demand for convenient and comfortable travel. This is Special English. Scientists have discovered that group-living mammal species generally live longer than solitary ones. Mammals show a 100-fold variation in maximum lifespan, ranging from less than two years in shrews to more than 200 years in bowhead whales. This lifespan gap has attracted many scientific studies aimed at unveiling the reasons for it. Mammals are the group of animals with the most successful adaptive radiation and the most complete physiological functioning. They are viviparous and female mammals lactate to feed their young. They exhibit more complex social behaviour than other animals and have various forms of social organisation. Zhou Shuming, a researcher from the Institute of Zoology under the Chinese Academy of Sciences, said normally the social organization of mammals can be divided into three basic categories, solitary, pair living and group living. Unlike previous research, the research team led by Zhou performed a phylogenetic comparative analysis of about 1,000 mammalian species, including African elephants, ring-tailed lemurs, horseshoe bats and dugongs, based on three states of social organization and longevity. The research results also demonstrated that the transition rate from a short-lived state to a long-lived state is higher in group living than non-group living species, also supporting the correlated evolution of social organization and longevity. 
Living in groups can also reduce the risk of mammals being preyed upon by other predators or suffering from hunger, and at the same time, it's also beneficial in helping injured, pregnant and old mammals overcome difficulties. That is the end of today's programme. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace. <laughs>